Look, you know, if you've listened to this podcast before, that I am all about finding kinder ways to create lifestyle change and about helping you to think in different ways about some of the things we've always held to be true in our lives, but that are stopping us from taking action. However, I also know there's a time and place for getting a little bit more real and making you really stop and think about some of the not so helpful habits that you might be leaning on and which are stopping you from getting towards your goals. So that's what today is all about. This is where I'm going to bring out my slightly strict aside. So get ready, peeps, and I'll see you inside the episode. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness podcast, bringing you a weekly dose of fitness and wellness inspiration as we explore together how to get motivated and create a realistic and achievable way to stay active within a busy life while stepping away from guilt and the diet roller coaster for good. Together, we'll unpack some of the myths and unhelpful messages from the traditional fitness and diet industry so that you can find a better, kinder, more helpful way to fit exercise and wellness strategies into your life, improve your confidence and feel amazing. I'm your host, women's fitness and wellbeing coach, Alex Hubble, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, and a firm believer that exercise and eating well can go hand in hand with chocolate, wine, and lots of rest to create a happy life. You can find out more about me at chickfit.co.uk or head to my social media channels at Alex ChickFit. Well, hello, welcome back to the podcast this week, and I hope you are having a great week, whatever you're doing. Now, I wanted to put together this episode today because I know that we all need a mix of different kinds of motivation, don't we? So I've been working with a business coach recently, and one of the things that has been really effective about the way she's worked with me is that she's really supportive. So she congratulates me on all the things that I'm doing. She tells me I'm doing great, even when I feel like I'm not. But she also calls me out with kindness on some of the things that I'm maybe not doing, maybe some excuses that I don't realise that I'm making, but I'm definitely making that are stopping me from moving forward. And she pushes me to be a bit better and braver with my business. So lovely as it is when you've got someone who goes very gently with you and who says, oh, you know, you just need to do a little bit here and a little bit there and everything's going to be fine. The truth is that sometimes we need something a little bit firmer to push us in the direction we need to go in. So today I'm going to bring that slightly firmer energy, that slightly stricter energy to proceedings. Some of you might call it bossy, but I just call it being real because the truth is that sometimes we do just need a bit of calling out when we're not getting the things we want in life. You know, sometimes go round and round in circles. We keep doing the same things. We keep getting the same result out of it at the end. And we're complaining about it. We're saying it's not fair because I'm working really hard and I'm doing all these things and trying my best and it's not happening. But the reality is that we think we're doing the right things. We think we're making the right effort, but actually we're just doing the same thing over and over again. We're spinning our wheels and we're not moving forward. And, you know, we can really get caught up in that cycle of frustration and then moaning because things aren't going right. And, you know, we're not actually taking the action. We're not actually being willing to change anything. We think we are, but we're not really doing it. And I think, you know, as I've always said, you are not allowed to moan about something if you're not willing to do anything to change it. And yet we do, don't we? We don't really change anything we don't do the exercise, we don't look after our nutrition, we don't do, we don't do, we don't do. And then we go, oh God, I'm so sick of feeling unfit. Oh God, why have I got no energy? God, why can't I sleep properly? 
And we get really annoyed and really frustrated as if it's something external to us that is causing this to happen and, and causing us to get stuck and to not move forward and to not get the things we want. Where actually it's what's going on inside of us. It's maybe our lack of willingness to change. It's our lack of willingness to take action that is the thing that is holding us back. And then we're moaning about it. All right. So that's my first little tip. You're not allowed to moan about it if you are not willing to change it. All right. So that is definitely, definitely the first thing to think about. And I've been caught in that before. I've been like, oh, why is this thing not working? And I understand it's really annoying. And then I take a step back or somebody like takes me in hand and they're like, well, actually, love, you are not doing this. You're not doing that. You think you're changing, but you're not really. You're just spinning your wheels, doing the same thing over and over again. And, you know, hard as that is to hear sometimes, it is the most helpful thing that you can hear because, you know, without it, without being really real about the things you're not doing, you can't move forward. Okay. And of course, I see this all the time in my world. You know, when it comes to exercise and nutrition, I hear all of the excuses under the sun for why somebody can't do it. It's too hard. I'll start next week or next month. And I feel motivated enough. I don't like it. The list goes on and on and on. And, you know, clients even come to me sometimes and they apologise for not doing their homework. Oh, I got busy. I'm so sorry. I didn't do my homework last week. And they seem to forget that they're doing it for them, not for me. And as I always say to them, don't apologise to me, apologise to yourself. Because ultimately, whether you do the work or not, work out or not, doesn't actually make any material difference to my life. Now, of course, I am passionate about helping women to look after themselves much, much better I want women to see amazing results. I want them to see change. I want them to feel good. I want them to have all of those things, but I can't do it for them. They have got to do it. They have got to change. They have got to do the homework. On a practical level, whether they do the homework or not makes zero difference to me. Does it frustrate me sometimes? Of course it does, because I want people to see results. But it's not making any material difference to my life. My life will continue as it is. I will continue showing up for my workouts. I will continue doing the things that I need to do. But if you're not doing the thing, you are the person you need to apologise for. We often look outside, we're often, oh, she's making me do that. She's making me do this workout. I'm not making you do anything. I'm giving you the tools that you need to take the action that you need to take to get to the result that you want to get to. Whether you do that or not, completely and ultimately up to you, right? So the only person you're letting down when you don't take action is yourself. And I want you to remember that. So I've got five things today, five things for you that are going to help you to stop effing around. They're going to help you to stop making excuses. So four of these things are things that you need to stop doing if you're not reaching your goals. And you are going to be doing at least one of these things, more likely most of these things. And they're one thing that you need to start doing, all right, in order to get where you want to go. All right. So number one, stop focusing on the external. I cannot emphasize this enough. And yet still, when I ask people for their goals, it's all about how they look. I need to lose weight to feel better. I need to drop a dress size to feel more confident. Without that, then I won't feel more confident. Without that, then I can't feel good, right? We focus on the external so, so, so much and it is detrimental, okay? It does not sustain us for long. You can have external goals. Of course you can. You know, I have external goals. I want to look good. Part of the reason I exercise is so that I've got nice toned arms, so that I've got a flat-ish tummy, <laughs> so that I've got a waist, you know, all of those things. Of course I do. And I'm not saying that I don't, that I don't care what I look like, because that wouldn't be true. However, the external is only 20% of the reason that I work out, you know, because focusing on the external does not sustain you for long, because you're going to start going to the gym or start doing your workouts or whatever, and you're not going to see a change for a little while. 
for quite a while, potentially. could take you two or three months before you start to see the change in yourself, before people start to comment, before you start to see it in the mirror. And so what usually happens is, oh, I need to lose weight and I want to look all toned. And then we do it for a few weeks. And, oh, that didn't work, did it? I'm not feeling more toned. I've been doing this for four whole weeks. What the hell is going on? You've got to have patience. You've got to take your time. So what you need to do there is focus on the internal. What do you want to feel? What are the internal reasons for doing this? Those are the things that have sustained me for the last 25 years of regular exercise. You know, how do I want to feel? I want to feel good. I want to have energy. I want to feel strong. I love how it feels when I feel strong, when I lift a heavy weight. I love that feeling. I love how it feels when I get sweaty and I finish that workout and I'm full of all those feel-good chemicals going around my body. I love that in 20 years time, I'm probably still going to be moving well because I've continued to look after myself. I love thinking of myself as that 80-year-old woman in the gym showing everyone how it's done because I've continued to look after myself and I'm not frail and weak. My bones aren't breaking. I'm not, I need to have one of those chairs that like literally lifts you out because you can't get up anymore. I'm not going to be that person. I refuse to be that person. So I've got lots and lots and lots and lots of internal reasons why I work out. And that is what keeps me going. Because believe me, if all I focused on was the external, I would not keep going week in, week out because I don't see a change in my body, especially these days. I've been working out for a really long time. So if I want to see any change in my body, I know it's going to take months. I would have to work at that thing for months to see the change, right? I really would. So to sustain yourself, you have got to have internal goals and you've got to stop focusing on the external. Like I say, of course you can have goals about how you look. Of course you can. But that's got to be just a small part of why you do what you do, because otherwise you're just going to stop. You're going to keep stopping before it gets good. You're going to keep stopping before you get the result. Okay. And the irony is that if you focus on the internal stuff, first and foremost, you're probably going to get closer to where you want to be externally to. You're probably going to look more like you want to look because when you get focused on that, you sustain your workouts. You keep going. You keep doing the things that you need to do because there's more to it. And then eventually you're going to look in the mirror and be like, oh, blimey, look at that. Been working out for the last three months. It's paying off. Looking more toned. People are saying things. I feel better. Jeans are fitting better. And we only get there when we are consistent and we cannot be consistent if all we do is focus on the external. So that's number one. Stop just focusing on the external, please. Please, please, please. Okay. Number two, stop making excuses and get really honest about what is holding you back and then do something about it. So I know that your excuses feel real to you. You know, I don't have time. I hate exercise. It's not a priority right now. I've got to do this other thing. Work is more important. Tidying the house is more important. Doing the washing is more important. Making the dinner is more important. Everything is more important than exercise because I don't want to do it. And so we make all these excuses and and it feels real. It feels real. All of those reasons that you're not doing the thing that you want to do. But I promise you, if you have spent any time scrolling on your phone today, if you have spent any time watching TV today, if you have spent any time sitting on the sofa today, then you have the time to exercise. Okay, you definitely, definitely do. And the thing that I have learnt from other people, actually, not so much from myself, because I've exercised for a long time, so I don't maybe notice the effect of this so much. But one of the things that people have said to me is that they think they don't have the time to exercise. When they start making the time to exercise, they realise that they end up with more time because they become more productive at other times. They are less stressed at other times. They find that they get through things more quickly at other times. So that time they spend exercising pays them back and more. We leave it 
to last, don't we? We're like, I will exercise last. Of all of the things that I've got to do, it's the least important thing that I've got to do today. And so we do everything else first and then we exercise. But here's the thing, when you exercise first, then you get more done at all the other times. You really do. It gets you more focused 100%. So what's the real reason you're not taking action? Let's be really honest about this because most of us are not being honest with ourselves. Most of us are making excuses that feel real. And I'm not saying you're not busy. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that we're often making excuses that are not as real as they could be, right? And usually there's something deeper at play here. There's another reason you're not taking action. Maybe fear, fear of the unknown, maybe not knowing where to start. Maybe just thinking, well, I won't get the result anyway because I've tried it 10 times before and it didn't work. And yet those 10 times before, you did it for three or four weeks and you gave up because you didn't see the result because you did not keep going for long enough. You're not taking action because you really have not reprioritized because you're trying to do too much, because you're taking on too much, because you're saying yes too much, because you're putting too big of an importance on some of the stuff that you're doing in your day. It's not quite as important as looking after yourself. As far as I'm concerned, exercising and looking after myself and eating well are the three most important things I can do for myself. Yeah, I need to do the washing. Yes, I need to do the work. Yes, I need to you know, be there for my clients. Yes, I need to pick my kids up from school. Yes, I need to do things for them. Yes, I need to do the admin. Of course, I've got to do those things. But if I don't have my health and my well-being and my fitness and I don't look after myself, then the rest of that stuff doesn't really matter. All right. So that for me is number one. So you've got to stop making excuses. Next time you make an excuse, next time you hear yourself say, I haven't got time today, or I don't want to do it today, or it's too hard today, or I don't like it. Get honest about what is really holding, what's really at the root of that. What is really at the root of that. Okay. So that's number two. Number three, stop setting so many damn goals for yourself. Stop trying to change everything all at once. Okay. Oh gosh, I see this all the time and it really annoys me and it really frustrates me because I see women who are trying to do it all. I see it in my group. So, you know, in my members club, my fitness membership, in my perimenopause course, I've recently done a 28 day nutrition reset as well. And I see it in there. I see people saying, oh, yeah, so this week I need to do my exercise and I'm going to cut back on sugar and I'm going to get to bed half an hour earlier and I'm going to meditate every day and, 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 and. And the first thing I say to them is, please stop. What's the one thing? What is the one thing that is going to take you forward this week? What is the one thing that is going to push the needle the most for you? I'm not saying you can't do the other stuff, but when you're trying to focus on five different things at once, you're not going to get any of it done. All right. And again, we, we live in a quick fix society. We want to do all the things all at once to get the result quickly. But like I said to you before, often we're not going to see the result quickly. All right. Often the result takes a bit of time. We've got to have some patience. We've got to be willing to do it for two, three, four months. Then we're going to start seeing the result. Then things are going to start changing, right? It's not going to change in the next two, three, four weeks. It just isn't. And the more stuff you try and set for yourself, the less likely you make it that you can do any of it. Okay. You're just going to end up doing nothing because it's going to feel too much. You're going to get overwhelmed. You're not going to do anything. So when you just focus on one thing at a time, yes, it might seem slower, but you are much more likely to do the thing. All right. So whatever it is this week, whether it's right, I'm going to focus on just getting my workouts done. That doesn't mean you can't also eat well. It doesn't mean you can't also think about your sugar, but your big focus, your main focus is work out. That's all I'm going to do this week. That's all I'm going to focus on this week. Everything else will come later. This is the thing that I need to do for myself. But we're all trying to change too much all at once. And I have, you know, I've had conversation after conversation after conversation with new member to say, take it back. 
take it back a notch. People will say to me, so I have a offer this welcome call into my members club. So when new members join, I have a welcome call with them just to help them to set a goal for themselves, to make a plan that is going to work for them. And nine times out of 10, they're like, right, well, yeah, I think I can work out four times this week and blah, blah, blah. And I'm saying to them, but have you been doing any exercise? Well, no, I haven't done the exercise for ages. Okay. So do you think it's really realistic that you're going to suddenly step up to four times a week? Oh, well, no, now you say it, probably not. You know, maybe I could do two. Right. Okay. Now we're getting more realistic. Now we're getting down to what you can actually do. All right. Those two workouts a week is still going to make a difference. Even one workout a week will make a difference, you know, because one workout a week, no, you may not see changes in your body for a really long time, but it sets you up for the kind of person you're becoming. You're becoming a person that exercises. You're no longer a person that doesn't exercise. You are now a person who exercises. And when you're a person that exercises, in a few weeks' time, you can be a person that exercises even more and then more and then more and then more. Okay? So stop setting too many goals for yourself. Stop trying to change everything all at once. It will not work. You will not do anything. Okay? Number four, and I've spoken about this before, and it is stop waiting for motivation. Everybody's all like, oh, I didn't do anything and I not feel motivated. Or, do you know what, I'm, I'm just going to wait until I feel motivated and then maybe I'll do it. And then you're sitting around, sitting at home, doing the same things you've always done, sitting watching the TV, sitting scrolling on your phone, and thinking that somehow motivation is just suddenly going to pop up, <laughs> wave its hand at you and say, hey, I'm here, let's go. And you, oh, right, motivation's arrived, off we go. How likely do you think it is going to be that you're going to feel motivated if you sit around doing the same things that you've always done? I'm going to say low. Or if it does, it's going to be fleeting. It's going to pop up for a day and it's going to disappear again. You're going to go, oh no, I don't feel motivated again. I felt motivated last week, but I don't feel motivated this week, so I'm not going to do anything. And it is constantly up and down and up and down, waiting for this damn motivation to arrive, right? It doesn't work like that. I have learned over the years that it's taking action that creates motivation within me. There are lots and lots of things in my day that I don't particularly feel like doing. And then I start doing them. And I start to create that momentum. And then I'm like, ooh, right, yeah, I'm in the flow now. I'm enjoying this thing. And then something comes along to stop me. And I'm like annoyed. I'm like, oh, oh, I was really getting into it there. I was really feeling motivated to do that thing. And now I've got to stop for a bit. And I get frustrated that I've had to stop because I've created that for myself. I've started with like, I don't want to do this. Before I know, I've just taken action. I've gotten undone it. And I've created that momentum, right? So action creates motivation, not the other way around. Please, please, please stop waiting for motivation. It's such a, I just think it holds us back. I think this idea of feeling motivated holds us back all the time. You know, like I say to people, I'm like, do you think that in the 25 years that I've been working out regularly, I've felt motivated every single time I had to do a workout? No, 100% no. A lot of the time I do not feel motivated, but I bloody well take action anyway. And I found that the more action I take, the more motivated I get. So I go through periods where I will exercise every day for a few days. And the more I do it, the more motivated I get, the more I want to do it. And it just, it kind of takes on this kind of momentum of its own and that I want to keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. Now, I don't always do that because, you know, I've got stuff going on in my life. I don't necessarily work out every single day, but I also need rest because <laughs> I find, especially at this time in my life, I will, if I work out every day, Monday to Thursday, you can bet your bottom dollar by Friday, I'm knackered and I'm just like, I just need to rest today. Okay, today is rest day and that's fine as well. But I don't sit around waiting for motivation to occur because if I did, I'd get about a quarter of the stuff done in my life that I do right now. 
Okay, I do a lot of things without feeling motivated, a lot of things. And I've taught myself to do that. I've taught myself just to bite the bullet and take action anyway. And the first few minutes are always painful. The first few minutes, I don't want to do it. The first few minutes, all I want to do is stop, but I do it anyway. And before I know it, I've started to create the momentum. So I want you to do that as well. Stop waiting to feel motivated. It's not particularly consistent. It's not particularly helpful. Just start taking action and then you will create the motivation that you need. So that's the four things that you need to stop doing. So stop focusing just on the external. Stop making the excuses and get honest about what's really holding you back. Stop setting so many goals for yourself and trying to change too much all at once and stop waiting for motivation. I've got one more thing for you. One more thing that you do need to do and that is make a decision one way or the other. Now, I spoke about this a little while ago in another podcast episode. I kind of did a whole podcast episode on it. So I'll direct you to it in the show notes if you want to go and have a listen. But essentially, what a lot of us do is we spend our lives in purgatory. We tell ourselves, I want to feel fitter and stronger. I'll feel more confident when I'm exercising, my clothes fit better. And I I really desperately want all of those things. I really desperately want to feel like that. And I don't like feeling how I feel at the moment because I feel tired and sluggish and like I can't be bothered. And I don't like that. And I want to feel good. I really want to feel good. And then on the other hand, we're making excuses for why we can't do the thing. Oh, but I can't do it today because I'm too busy. Oh, I can't do it today because I've got to sort the kids out. I can't do it today because I've got this other thing to do, right? And then we stay stuck in the middle where we're getting frustrated that we're not doing the thing, but we're also making excuses for ourselves. We're also deliberately keeping ourselves stuck. It may not feel deliberate. <laughs> it may, Like I said before, those excuses feel real, but we are keeping ourselves in the same place. We're in purgatory where we want the thing, but we are not really willing to take the action that, that is required to get the thing. Or we're certainly not willing to take it for long enough. Like I said before, you know, we might take action for a few weeks and then give up because we haven't seen the change yet. It's like, well, you need to keep going for longer than that, right? You need to keep the pace up. You need to keep the consistency up to see the, the change. And we're not willing to do it for long enough. And so we stay stuck in purgatory and it's no fun being there. It's like mega, mega, mega frustrating. So you have to make a decision and be clear on this. You are making a decision, right? At the moment, you're making a decision to be stuck in purgatory. You're making a decision to both moan about not getting what you want, but also not being willing to do the things that requires to actually get what you where you want. Okay, so you've got to make a clear decision, right? Decision number one, I this is not enough of a priority for me right now. So I'm going to just make peace with where I am. I'm going to focus on the, all the other stuff in my life and I'll come back to this later. That's decision number one, and that is a completely valid decision. I'm not here to tell you which way to go. I'm not here to force you to make the decision to do the exercise, to take the action, right? It's not my job. And in fact, I've had clients before and I've said to them, I need you to take a two-month break. I need you to go away and sort all this other stuff out in your life and then you will come back and then you will be ready, right? I've made that decision for them because I can see them in purgatory, not doing their homework, not doing the stuff they need to in between, but telling themselves, oh, I've got to keep turning up because I do want this thing, but they're not taking the action they need to take. And so I've made that decision for them because I know there's nothing worse than being in that place. So that's decision number one. Okay, I, this is not a priority for me right now and I'm never going to make it a priority right now. I need to focus on all this other stuff. So I'm going to do that, but I'm going to make peace with that decision and I'm going to be okay with it and I'm not going to moan at myself when I don't feel the way that I want to feel, right? I'm just going to focus on what I need to right now. Decision number two is stop making excuses and just get on and do the thing. Stop waiting to be motivated. Stop setting too many goals. Stop making excuses. Stop focusing on the external and just start taking action. 
and make that decision for yourself. And it doesn't have to be huge action. This isn't like going from zero to four workouts a week and cutting out all the sugar and all the carbs and this, that and the other. It's not. It's going, right, you know what? I'm just going to start doing one workout a week. That's my action. I'm going to become a person that does exercise. And then I'm going to build it from there. Okay, so it doesn't have to be a big, huge, life-changing decision. It can be small. It can be small. But you do have to make the decision one way or the other because otherwise you're just going to stay stuck. You're just going to stay stuck. And like I say, there's no judgment on you if you choose that you're not going to do the thing right now. That's absolutely fine. But if that is the case, stop beating yourself up. Stop being so hard on yourself. Stop moaning that you're not getting where you want to go. You know, eventually you will get to a point where the need to feel better becomes so big that you make the decision to go the other way. You make the decision to take the action and take yourself out of purgatory. But whatever you do, stop sitting in purgatory. Just stop. And I've given you plenty of tips today to help you to get out of that as well. So there you have it. My guide on how to stop effing around and finally start reaching your goals. And now you know, just take action. Stop waiting for motivation to hit. Just take action. Don't wait until next week or next month. Do something right now. As soon as you finish listening to this episode, decide on one small action that you're going to take. Maybe you need to make your decision first. Either you're not going to do the thing and be comfortable with it or you are going to do the thing. You're going to damn well get started. But like literally within five minutes of finishing this podcast episode, I want you to have decided what that thing is. What is the action? However small, it's important. Decide to do it and then do it. Okay, because then you can start building the consistency muscle. You can start building the belief in yourself that you are able to change. You know, one small change builds momentum. And when you start building a bit of momentum, you start to build habit. And before you know it, things have started to change. Like I say, this is not overnight. You're going to have to have some patience. Stop expecting a result in the next two, three, four weeks. It's not going to happen. You may notice some things like you may be like, oh, actually, my sleep has improved. Oh, actually, I feel a bit less stressed. Oh, I do like how it feels when I've done an exercise session. I feel really good after that. So you are going to get some results, but you're not going to get the ultimate results in a few weeks, right? You're going to have to have some patience. But I promise you that small changes add up to big results. And ultimately, the only regret you'll have in doing this is that you did not start sooner. So what action are you going to take right now? How are you going to start showing up for yourself? How are you going to stop effing around, making the excuses and staying stuck? Because I know you can do this. You know deep down that you can do this. So get going, make that decision, decide on what action you're going to take, like literally switch this off and decide right now get going. And I promise that I will be back next week as the slightly less bossy version of myself. Although I don't think I'm being bossy. I think I'm being firm. But you think what you want. You decide what you want. That's fine. That's up to you. But I just hope that I've helped you this week. So go do that. Have a great week. And I am going to love you, leave you and see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. Don't forget to come over and join me on my social media channels at AlexChickFit for plenty more inspiration.